0: BHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey.
1: Hi, folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a cullabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters,
2: places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental.
1: Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously, is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me. Your host, Bree Harvey.
3: Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City. Where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to Our Time to KB Cabaret.
0: This week, we're happy to present the music of KB Cabaret's producer, Bree Harvey. And since Voting Day is coming up on Tuesday, November 8th, this week is our as political as we get comedy variety show. Welcome
3: to Our Time to KB Cabaret.
1: Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada."
2: Dear Granny Ada, I am angry with my two older sisters. They are two years apart from each other, and the oldest is ten years older than me. I never really was too close to them because of our age difference. But they did act like two mother hens, always protective and free with their advice. Now, they are planning a little shopping getaway overnight hotel reservations with spa package included. Here's the clincher. They haven't asked me. I found out about the excursion from my cousin Sheila. Granny Adda. Not that I care to go, although I would have loved to get away from my kids for a few days. But the fact is that they did not want to include me, and that hurts. Am I being too sensitive? Should I tell them I know about their secret plan? Should I just ignore this and just add it up to the other pile of upsets? The trip is coming up soon, and I don't want them to do a guilt invite. What should I do? Signed, Shut Out Sis.
4: Dear Shutout, how delightful! Two older sisters planning a trip without the baby. Well, dear, I am sure that this is not the first time your sisters did something without you. And I am also sure you do some things without them. Just because you are a brood does not mean you need to be glued. There are different strokes for different folks. Not all birds of a feather flock together. (laughs) Okay, I'm done with rhymes this time but all joking aside, you should pick up the phone and tell them how you feel. They should know they have hurt your feelings. Be calm, cool, and collected. Let them explain. Communication is vital in most instances. Having a cordial conversation with your sisters should clear the air and perhaps open up a better relationship. Try it. Of course, if you choose to Have a telephone tantrum, then baby will be treated accordingly. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Adda.
1: home ladies and gentlemen parlor city chef extraordinaire beulah des chams calling from lisbon portugal <laughs> lisbon how far is that from
5: barcelona where you were a few weeks ago oh about 11 hours by car and train i took a plane for 75 dollars and arrived in under five hours really
1: i didn't think it was so far <laughs> but airfare certainly is affordable.
5: Oh, it is, Brie. I have found travel rates very affordable in Europe. And here I don't even have to pay for a room.
1: Oh? Why not?
5: Well, I think I told you about going to see a contemporary dance program the last time we talked.
1: Yeah, I think you said a friend of your son Paulie's choreographed the program.
5: That's right. Her name is Francisca Santos. She has been teaching dance as a career for over 40 years in in Europe really oh yes she's quite well known
1: now how does your son Polly know her
5: well Polly was a chef assistant when he had to do his cooking school externship in europe and he happened to work for francisca's older brother duarte
1: oh i see
5: well the brother and sister both seemed to take a liking to Polly, and took him under their wing they were his european surrogate parents Well, anyway, Francisca is not only a wonderful choreographer and human being, but she loves cooking as much as all of us do, so we became fast friends. She invited me to visit her home turf in Lisbon.
1: You seem to lead a charmed life, (laughs) Beulah.
5: Well, food does bring people closer together. Anyway, I am staying in her lovely home.
1: That is so great.
5: Oh, Lisbon known as the city of the seven hills has such wonderful places neighborhoods are so individual and colorful you literally have to choose a theme you want to see and there it is from the historic to new there is so much to do
1: what do you mean theme
5: well for instance if i want to see the literary part of lisbon i would go to the grassa neighborhood where the area is dedicated to the bookshops and tributes to writers like modernist Fernando Pessoa, activist Jose Saramago, and even an Italian writer, Antonio Tabucchi, who made Lisbon his adoptive city. I mean, I could go on and on, but there are buildings with literature written right on the stones, bookmobiles, and festivals dedicated to literature.
1: Oh, wow!
5: If I want to see historical monuments like the Hieronymites Monastery or the Monument to the Discoveries, it would be in Belam. Uh huh. And if I want to go to the best restaurants, it would be in the district of Baixa and Chado. There are so many to choose from, but if I had to choose, it would be Bel Canto, run by Chef Jose Aviles, one of Portugal's most celebrated chefs. That restaurant is truly a foodie paradise. So is
1: this your own discovery or your friend Francisca's?
5: Francisca either comes with me on the tours or arranges the itinerary for me, as well as the transportation, which is truly commuter-friendly. This restaurant, Bel Canto, is her suggestion. She went to dance school with José's mother, so this definitely gave me the first-class window into the world of Portugal's two-star award-winning chef. Now, as a matter of celebrity confidentiality, he could not share the recipes on his ever-changing menu. But he did share one of his grandmother's recipe, a foundation of the Portuguese culinary heritage. And brie, this dish is truly to die for. Well, what is it? It is called arroz de pato, or translated paella with duck.
1: Mmm, I love paella and duck. So this sounds like a win-win for me.
5: The recipe is made with short and medium grain rice, apricots, white wine, confit of duck, duck breast, and charissa sausage. Oh, it is absolutely delicious. Beulah, what is
1: confit of duck?
5: It's sort of like braising with a crispy crust. It will make the bone easy to remove and you cut it into three-inch-cube-sized pieces. This process not only softens the duck legs, but also acts like a preservative. Many can the prawn fit and then fry the skin before using.
1: Oh, so the legs of the duck and the breast
5: are prepared separately? Oh, yes, but that is what makes it delicious.
1: Well, thanks a lot, Beulah.
5: Mm, Why, Brie... You sound upset. You bet I am. You're making me really hungry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could be with you in Lisbon. Oh,
5: well, dear, at least you can make this at home because I am sending you the recipe so you can post this on my recipe app.
1: Oh, good. I think I'll
5: make this recipe for dinner tonight. You'll love it. Listen, Francisca has tickets for Mama Mia tonight. The ABBA musical? That's right. She wants me to start singing again.
3: What are you
1: talking about?
5: Well, I used to be very active in musical theater (laughs) back in the day. You're kidding.
1: I had no idea.
5: Oh, yes. I have a deeper belting voice. My favorite role was Julie in Showboat. Can't help loving that man of mine. Well, (laughs) if I had one... Oh,
1: you know what? I would focus on musical theater for a while. That would preoccupy you.
5: Well, maybe. But I have to dust off the cobwebs first. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, Beulah, you always amaze me. We have
5: to go. The show must go on. And we have to get there before it does. (laughs) Bye, Brie. Don't forget to post this on my recipe site.
1: Will do, Beulah. Bye. Well, folks, maybe one day we will hear Beulah sing her high note. In the meantime, I will post the arroz de pato in Beulah's recipe bar. You can get this and all of her other amazing recipes exclusively on the KB Cabaret app. Just go to kbcabaret.com, that's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T, and download yours today.
6: I'm not sure about this, Linda.
4: Well, baby, Sheila recommended the place, and you know how well put together she is.
6: Okay.
4: Oh, Hayden, you love me, right?
6: Honey, you know I do. Then
4: let's get our makeover for the wedding.
2: Hi there. You two must be the soon-to-be newlyweds, Linda and Hayden. Getting a makeover? Am I right? Yes, we are. Guilty (laughs) is charged. My name's Mackenzie... And this is Nate.
7: Hello. Hello. Hi.
2: Now, why don't we sit down here for a little conference?
7: We want to bring out the best features nature gave you and make you into
8: stars.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, Linda. What do you envision? Well, I brought some pictures, you know. My hair is dark, so I thought maybe some highlights like this? And still keep it shoulder length like this model.
5: That looks darling.
7: And you, Hayden. What do you envision?
6: Hmm. I don't know. I guess keep it on the longer side. I like to pull it back once in a while.
7: You like your mun? Hmm?
6: My... Your male bun. Your mun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, you can trim it up a bit.
7: Some highlights, maybe? Bring out your nice blue eyes? Oh, I don't know.
5: Oh, that would look sort of cute, baby.
6: Okay, I guess. Some highlights, but don't go crazy. Trust me,
7: Hayden, you're going to love it.
2: Well then, let's go to the booths. Can I get you two something to drink? Wine? Beer?
6: Yeah, I'll have a beer. Do you have coffee?
2: Sure do. Cream? Sugar? Black. Great. I'll be right back.
7: This is just as exciting for us as it is for you. Here we are. Make yourselves comfortable. I'll just go in the back and mix the colors for you two lovebirds.
4: Oh, honey, this is so fun. Yeah.
6: Look at that guy across the way. He looks familiar. So does that guy over there.
2: So do those women. Here we are. Beer for you and coffee black for you.
7: Thanks. Thank you. I have the colors mixed, Mackenzie. Ready?
2: Let's do this. Time for the unveiling! Ready? Whoa. Voila!
6: Oh my ah. god! Oh. You look just like Hillary Clinton!
4: Oh, what? You look like Donald Trump!
6: What did you do to us?
4: Oh, you, you never look better! better. Why were we never asked to look like Hillary Clinton
2: and Trump? Well, we are doing all of our clients like the primary
4: candidates!
6: That's why all those people look familiar. They all look like Hillary and
4: Trump. How can I walk down the aisle with Donald Trump?
6: How can I walk down the aisle with nasty Hillary?
4: You take that back.
6: Well, if the pantsuit fits, then wear it.
4: You loud-mouthed womanizer.
6: I never touched those women in my life, you email shredder.
4: Is that the best you've got? Check your facts, Mr. Reality Show. I worked hard for what I have.
6: Oh, I'm sure you did. Shredding documents and doing nothing for 30 years. You
4: are such a woman-hater calling everyone fat pigs who don't meet up to your fake plastic standards. Wow, I think that was pretty successful. Yep, doing our part for the election.
7: Anything for the man with the plan. Yeah, in your dreams,
2: I do it to empower women for Hillary.
7: Cry and hide when the going gets tough?
2: Yeah, like holding breath and having tantrums is really
9: manly. Out of my way. La la la. I can't hear you.
2: That's right. Typical man shutting off from the trip.
0: Ah, yes. Marriage and politics. They can both get a little hairy. But don't worry, it can't last forever, right?
3: We had traveled times through history's past When we had to stand up for a right that would last. We went through blood and tears Just to find who we are And now we have freedom at last America,
10: America
1: with- I wrote Rainbow America around the time of Independence Day of this year. I love our country and its philosophy of what our democratic republic stands for. America, like any family, will have its disagreements and dysfunctions. But we still stand by her and love her, for she is great and has spirit and heart. When same-sex marriage was voted in across our country as a democratic and human right, I was proud. We are allowed to stand by or disagree with any issue, but that is the freedom of discourse and the freedom that our beautiful country was founded upon. My tribute song, therefore, is called Rainbow America.
3: We had traveled times through our history's past When we had to stand up for a right that would last We went through blood and tears to find who we are, and now we are free. new chances to follow their course our democracy works in our country today we are blessed by our own usa america america with rich kids
1: The final debate of the campaign for the office of mayor between the incumbent Mayor J.B. Stubbs and the Challenger, Councilwoman Cecilia Biggles. I'm Rosanna Fontana, and what I want to know is who won? Who lost? Who made the most career-limiting boneheaded statement? For insight and analysis, let's go to our panel of experts. First, Jake Jocelyn of WJDM. Jake, who did you think won the debate?
7: Well, Rosanna, this one was easy to decide for everyone but the most blatant of morons. Mayor Stubbs kicked Councilwoman Biggles' sorry lame butt from one end of the debate stage to another. He rocked. She fell in the ditch. This election is over.
1: Thanks, Jake. Now let's hear from Maria Mortimer, writer for the Parlor City Press. What did you think, Maria? I
2: think Jake must be back on the sauce. He hasn't gotten anything right this whole election season. It was Councilwoman Biggles who won that debate. She was on message and spoke circles around that dense mayor Stubbs. And she looked good, too.
7: Now, I've been around the Parlor City political scene for a long time. A lot longer than you have, little lady. And that's the sorriest bit of political analysis I've ever heard. That's what happens when the paper sends their society page writer, who specializes in writing about ladies' bridge club meetings.
2: How many vodka martinis did you have before the debate?
7: Hey, don't underestimate the power of a vodka martini.
3: Now
1: let's hear from the dean of political analysis, Professor Dean who's been the chairman of the Department of Political Science at Parlor City University for the last 32 years.
6: Well, you can't believe anything that Nixon fellow says. He's tricky dick, I'll
7: tell you. Now, why do you keep bringing this senile old goat on the air? His brain's as scrambled as a Mexican omelet.
2: Speaking of Mexico, the mayor better think about moving there after the voters sent him packing on Election Day.
7: What are you babbling about? Mayor Stubbs will be in office until long after you're sitting in the retirement home with the professor here. Which, from the looks of things, won't be too long from now.
2: Let me know when you sober up from your drunken stupor, Jake. Maybe you'll have something worthwhile to say then. Uh, but, but I won't hold my breath.
1: Now let's calm down, everyone. Tell our audience what the best moment of the debate was.
7: It was when the mayor reminded everyone that Councilwoman Stubbs is corrupt, lazy, and dim-witted. And it was quite the special moment when he mentioned her 1998 arrest in the alley behind Mikey's Pub. Always living
2: in the past, aren't you, Jake? That arrest is ancient history. Unlike the mayor's extracurricular activities in the City Hall coat closet...
6: Ah, the coat closet. (laughs) I remember it well. Betty Jane Galloway, back in second grade. Oh, what a
7: hoot!
1: How about we all return to the 21st century, shall we? What are your predictions for the election, Jake?
7: The mayor will not only win, he's going to wipe the floor clean with Councilwoman Biggle's sorry lame butt in every election district in town. He'll sweep the victory while the losers will see all their hopes and dreams get flushed down the sewer into a cesspool of despair, and they'll deserve it.
1: Maria, what do you think will happen on election day? Well, I
2: predict that Jake here will start drinking his vodka martinis for breakfast and be two sheets to the wind by noon. Then he and the mayor, who are like two peas in a pod, will spend the afternoon playing poker and harassing women at Mikey's pub. By the time the polls close, they'll be so inebriated they won't be able to control their bowels when they get the news that Councilwoman Stubbs is the new mayor. Mikey better have a mop and a shovel handy.
1: Professor,
6: what do you think? Oh, I think you better watch out for Tricky Dick. He might come from behind and win it all. Now it's time for
1: open discussion when we let our panel of experts engage each other in some serious political analysis. Okay, folks, have at it.
7: You want some open discussion? Here's some open discussion. This whole election and every one of you so-called experts makes me want to wretch. Bring me a barf bag. I'm going to be sick.
2: Ha! Huh, you're going to be sick? That makes me want to laugh. I'm gonna be rolling on the floor, slapping my knees and laughing my sorry lame butt off.
6: Watch out for Tricky Dick! Here he
8: comes!
6: (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Well, folks, I hope you found that discussion enlightening. I'm Rosanna Fontana reminding you that Election Day is just around the corner. So don't forget to vote. And watch out for Tricky Dick.
11: press conference. Thank you. Thank you.
12: And now I am honored to introduce the Honorable Mayor Richard Scandler. Good afternoon, everyone. I would ask that you keep your questions today focused on issues of city government and to stay away from unsubstantiated rumors From unreliable people.
2: Well, Mr. Mayor, I am sure you only want to talk about city government, but even you cannot believe we can ignore the newest scandal facing your administration.
12: Of course I can believe that, Laura. Next question. Sally, second row.
2: I I was not done, Mr. Mayor.
12: I think you asked me a question and I answered it. Sally? Mr. Mayor, Is it
1: true you have been involved in a relationship with your former secretary for the last
12: five years? Well, Sally, that does not seem to be a question about city government. Yes, it does, because you were both city employees at the time. Yes, but she's no longer a city employee.
2: That is because you fired her for becoming pregnant, and you refused to support the child. I disremember
12: that. What does that mean? It means just what I said. I disremember it.
2: Stop dancing here, Mr. Mayor. Did you have an affair with
12: her? I don't even remember what she looks like. She's right there in the back row. Oh, 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 um, uh, hello. Well, Uh, did you? Did I what?
2: Did you have an affair with her?
12: Well, I can honestly say I never slept with that woman.
2: You are pointing at Sally.
12: Yes, as you all know, I wish to remain honest and truthful at all times. And that is an honest and truthful statement. No, it's not. I had an affair with you for two years. (laughs) I meant that woman.
1: That is my photographer. And the baby next to her in the car seat is her son by
12: you. I, I think it's all... Well... Um, you there, ma'am, by the back door, have I ever slept with you? Not that I remember, Sally. Well, there, to the best of her knowledge, I've never slept with that woman. This is outrageous. There is
2: a sex tape of the two of you on the internet. What, me and the old lady? Oh, my God. No, you and your ex-secretary. I'll play it on my tablet.
12: Well, I warned you about unsubstantiated rumors from unreliable people. My God, the internet's is full of unreliable people. To me, it looks like they put my head on someone else's fat bloated body. That doesn't look like me at all. Mr. Mayor, there is also a second
2: tape on this website with you and your current secretary. Do you deny that as well?
12: Obviously the same internet's hooligan who perpetrated this hoax is responsible for the second tape. At least they gave me a tan this time and did a fine job recreating my Bob Euchre tattoo. Uh, <clears throat> if I could interrupt, uh, Mr. Mayor, I uh, I think this has become a forum for a lot of unsubstantiated he said she said allegations, and the press conference should come to a close. I would also like to point out that the mayor could not have done any of these things because he was having dinner at my house for all of the nights in question. And days too. Oh, yes, yes, and the days too. I will testify to those facts until it looks like I could go to prison and then I'm open to a plea deal. Good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. Mr. Bear. One more question?
8: Mr.
1: I wrote Simple Girl for a young and rising country singer in Nashville. Her voice range spans three octaves, so it does suit her voice better. However, when I wrote the lyrics, I wrote it for both of us. Truly, the simplicity of life is what makes me happy. I don't need fancy things to bring me joy. I believe the young woman I wrote this for feels the same way.
3: Take me away To the mountains Take me away To the seas We need to get away From this fast-paced World and be In the outdoor breeze For you Are the one Who knows Who I am You are my destiny You're the one I love Come Hold my hand, As i I'm a simple girl. In a simple world, I don't need much life. I don't need fancy cars or expensive jewels to keep me satisfied. All I need is your love and you by my side, cause I'm a simple girl. In the simple world, let's go take that ride. We were so happy once when we didn't care what the world said about us. We held together as we sailed away on the shore of love and trust. Oh, we need. I move minds. If we go back To you and me Cause I'm a simple girl In a simple world I don't Need much in life. I don't need fancy cars Or expensive jewels to keep Me satisfied All I need Is your love And you By my side I'm a simple girl In a simple world Let's go Take that ride so happy once when we didn't care what the world said about us we held together as we sailed away on the shores of love and trust for you are the only one who knows who i am you are my destiny you're the one i love come home my hand i I'm a simple girl in a simple world I don't need much in life I don't need fancy cars or expensive tools to keep me satisfied all I need is your love and you by my side As i I'm a simple girl in a simple Let's go take that ride. I'm a simple girl in a simple home.
0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the next mayor of Parlor City, Mr. Bob Hannafield.
6: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I'm glad to be here, and I'll take your questions in just a moment. First, I want to mention how proud I am to have the opportunity to be able to run as an ex-mayor of the great city of Parlor. It's been a tough, uphill battle, and I want you to know that I will sincerely try to try to be the best mayor possible. I have fought hard to stand before you to present my ideas and spread my message of how I think we should move forward in spite of all the negative ads against my campaign. I will always stand up for what you believe in and honor my commitment to do what's right no matter what the outcome. Letting no one, including myself, stand in the way. That's my promise. Okay, I'll take a few questions now. Uh, Yes, ma'am. Front row, blue shirt.
2: Mr. Hannafield, when you said that you would not let anyone stand in the way, including yourself, what exactly do you mean by that?
6: By not responding to all the negative ads aired against me.
2: But isn't it true that those negative paper, radio, and TV ads have all come from you against yourself?
6: Yes, that's absolutely true. But I'm better than that, so I'm not responding to them. Next question The guy with the hat. No, the other guy with the other hat. Yeah, you.
7: That's stupid. Taking out negative ads against yourself doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that?
6: Well, it's the only way to get my message out there in the clearest and most precise way possible. Next question. Wait a minute. What message are you trying to make clear and precise? That maybe I'm not the best person to be mayor. But you're the only one running. I know. Next question. Hold on a minute. You can't be serious. Yes, I can and I am. Next question. So you want to lose? No, but... But what? Yes, the woman with glasses standing next to the guy wearing the other hat.
1: Thank you, Mr. Hannafield. But what?
6: But what, what?
1: What, but what, he said. Huh? Never mind. What if you lose?
6: Well, if I lose, I've got no one else to blame but myself.
1: And if you win?
6: (laughs) Well, that'll be on you, the public, now won't it? Uh, Blue Shirt, you have another question?
1: Exactly.
2: Why are you running for mayor?
6: Paid medical.
2: That's it?
6: Well, that and cutting ribbons. I can't wait to use those big scissors. You can't buy them in the store, you know. I've tried. The only way to get a pair is if you're the mayor. Uh, one final question.
1: Will you please pick me?
6: But I've already called on you to ask me a question.
1: No! I mean, pick me to be your vice mayor. I want a pair of those scissors, too.
6: They are pretty cool, huh?
1: So I can't be your running mate?
6: Under one condition. If there's only one pair, I get them.
1: But you'll let me use them whenever I want,
3: right?
6: Of course I will. Now get on up here, little lady. Welcome aboard. Oh, yes! And don't forget the vote, people.
1: Smilin' is my very first full rap song. Dave Rice, my music engineer, sent me the beat and his own rap lyrics, which he sings. Then I added the tune and lyrics, plus my own rap lyrics. (laughs) I never had so much fun.
11: When you go Laugh it off Take stride and strife I got 99 jobs And a beautiful wife Got 99 prize, But I'm loving my life Sometimes I ask Am I doing it right? Just trying not to fight By the end of the night You got a vision? Keep it in sight That we chilling in hot dogs Sweating in saunas Classy rappers Of the whole new genre KB your listeners from here to L.A. Be the gentleman and classy ladies. What can I say? But we blow them away. Take heart Be
1: nice says money don't grow on trees. If it did, there wouldn't be any worries. We gotta work, gotta save, no one to behave. Life is short, but we have to be brave. So many ways I can spend my dough. From cigarettes to buying Versace clothes. But when I'm awake and in the know. I realize I could save, get the cash flow. When I have money, I'll buy good things. Like condos in L.A. and big diamond rings. I'll be on my yacht invite my friends party like a pro fun never ends no problems here it's in the tube habits change, we just don't need food just a rock hard
11: got some good old luck we'll fight hard for that liberty buck hit the jackpot now we're smiling drive around the hood then my mind turns to those who ain't doing so good not everybody can be so damn lucky, and for most people I could be downright sucky. Everyone say that life's not fair, but do you have what it takes to be a millionaire? Think they ain't got problems just like you and me? Work nine to five jobs, raise families, well, you'd be surprised cause your money flies by, then your money's all gone, and you end up on the lawn. You become just another broke ass motherfucker who's looking for a job. Money don't fall out butts, it comes to hard work and a lot of luck. Money grow on trees, KPK, D9's nice, B Harvey. Lee. can be the change. Don't long about money and yeah, we're all the same.
1: Together we can make a change. When you do what you love, you can rearrange. Work, play, and still be smart. Listen to your soul and your heart. Your differences don't make you wrong. Hear our love and hear our song. Cause art and money can belong. Hey, you knew the story all along. Great ideas need to be bold Round circles don't fit square holes Dust off the cobwebs what to be Others want that's hypocrisy Take our lead and don't look down Spin around the old school sound Climbing to the apex showing these clowns Flash perspectives upside down Being young we don't think twice Dreaming big is a part of life With age comes responsibility Losing our creativity Lost the lust, forgot to play Tomorrow's just another day To spit at regularity Rise above social rigidity The world's our oyster, those words are mine So listen closer if you got the time Someone told me persistent pace A fame and fortune is on the way Go all the way and play the game We're gonna be the odds and fan the flame
3: On fire now, magna hot
1: We're gonna show the world what we've got
3: Living life day
1: to the debates. The three candidates for mayor are here to discuss issues while you decide which one to vote for. This promises to be an evening to remember, full of important policies and ideas that will affect the lives of our citizens for years to come. Let's hear the candidate's opening statement. First, our incumbent mayor running for re-election, Mayor JB Stubbs.
6: It's a pleasure to be here in front of the best people in the world, the citizens of our great city. How I love you and our beautiful town. I've worked hard over the past four years to be the best mayor possible, and it's clear that no one else could do a better job. So vote for me, and we'll continue on our glorious journey through life in the best place in the world.
1: Thank you, Mayor. Now we'll hear from our second candidate, City Councilwoman Cecilia Biggles. I've been in politics for many years, but I've never
2: heard a more pompous load of dung than what I just heard from our worthless mayor. Why? While our city crumbles, the mayor sits in his office, fat and happy, smoking his cigars and drinking his scotch. The people deserve better. Get rid of that scoundrel on Election Day by voting for me, Cecilia Biggles.
6: Hey, this bloviating battle axe mentioned my name, so I believe I'm entitled to a rebuttal.
1: Yes, go ahead, Mr. Mayor.
6: There's only one thing wrong with our city, and it's that God hasn't seen fit to strike down this sorry excuse of a city councilwoman for conduct unbecoming of a functioning human being. Where was she when I was cutting taxes for our richest citizens, or giving city building contracts to my relatives, or judging the city beauty pageant? I'll tell you where she was—leading protests and letter-writing campaigns and petitions to remove me from office. Miss Biggles will soon find out that our fair-minded and intelligent voters don't appreciate such shenanigans.
2: I'll be in your office the morning after election day to clean up the corruption and filth. You'll be going
1: directly from your office chair to a jail cell.
6: Why, you...
1: I have to interrupt and bring some order to this debate. We haven't heard from our third candidate yet, Mr. Angus Sidewinder. Mr. Sidewinder, please give us your opening
9: statement. You know what's wrong with this place? You can't get any good barbecue here. I went to some barbecue joint downtown last night and the ribs tasted like rubber boots dipped in kerosene. Whoever touched you people to make ribs like that uh you're not from around here are you boy hell no i'm from texas where we know how to make barbecue and when i'm mayor that's exactly what i'm gonna do show you damn yankees how to make barbecue that won't make people blow their lunches that's it that's your only idea for improving life here what more do you need if you can get good barbecue in town everything else just falls in place why, I bet if you had some good barbecue in you, you wouldn't talk like such a clueless harpy. Harpy? Is that how they
2: speak in Texas? I've never heard such... Well
6: now, Angus, you don't seem like such a bad guy after all. Why don't you come over to my office tomorrow and we'll see if we can get you a job with a food inspection commission.
2: If that isn't an example of the good old boys' network in action, destroying our town with more cronyism and increasing. No, I think we better get back on topic. Quiet,
9: woman. We are on topic. The mayor was just talking about giving me a job. This is an outrage. There are potholes in the streets, criminals in the
2: alleyways, deficits in the treasury, and all we're talking about is
9: barbecue? Lady, I've met rattlesnakes that had better outlooks on life than you do. You're not qualified to be mayor. You're not even qualified to scrape the grease off the rip-pit walls in my new barbecue place that I'll be building once the mayor here appoints me to the Food Inspection Commission. That is a gross conflict of interest. I
8: protest.
6: That's all you've done in the four years I've been mayor. Once this election is over, I'll be sending a few of my supporters around to pay you a special visit. Then I'm going out for some good barbecue at Angus's place.
9: I'll be happy to have you, mayor. Just leave this loud little lady behind if you don't mind. Oh, dear. I seem to have lost control of this debate.
2: Right now, I want to lay out the specifics of my plans to improve our city. That's what debates are supposed to be for. I'm, I'm
1: sorry, Miss Diggers, but our time is up. You can continue talking, but I'm going
9: out with Angus and the mayor. Hey, you Yankees may not know how to make barbecue, but this debate was fun. Come back here. I'm not done.
1: Before I introduce my final selection, I want to thank my good friend David Rice and his production studio, Basement Audio, for helping me with all of the song's arrangements you have heard today. His talent of instruments combined with technology goes unmatched. Thank you, Dave. The song that you are going to hear as a final selection is my rare input into politics. Well, really about social behavior through the guise of politics. Some may think I see people through rose-colored glasses. Who knows? I wish others sometimes would don those glasses. So I sigh. Appropriately, the song is called Hear Me Sigh. Thank you again for listening to our show. Talk to you next week. ¶¶ Well, folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers: Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hard-working sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of
3: day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We'd love to have you and share our Parlor City. Back again now to KB Cabaret